0: This podcast is brought to you by Agapi Match. Agapi Match is a boutique matchmaking service that helps exceptional singles find meaningful connections and relationships. To learn more about our matchmaking services, online dating makeovers and takeovers, or to enroll in an upcoming group coaching intensive, go to agapimatch.com. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I answer your dating and relationship questions on the podcast and online. If you're not already following me, weird, but also find me on Instagram, I'm at Matchmaker Maria. This week's episode is a hotline episode. You have questions and well, I've got answers. Let's
1: get to it. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? I just started dating again, finalizing a divorce, Um, moved out a year and a half ago. And um, I guess my question is, what would be the best way to be realistic in terms of, maybe realistic isn't the right word, in terms of seeking someone who is financially stable, who is going to um, provide. And I guess a little backstory for that is I got into a situation of, you know, basically being the main breadwinner and Mm. that has really backfired now that I'm getting divorced Um, and being the one to be supportive of, you know, the other person's dreams and, and partnership and all of that completely willing and feeling like that was the right thing to do. And now realizing that gender roles are there for a reason. Um, But just trying to get a kind of balance between like, I don't want to date you unless you have a private jet. (laughs) And, you know, the old me of like, oh yeah, I'll pay, you know, I'll go Dutch. I'll, you know, pay for whatever I'll pay for vacation. I'll pay for everything basically is what I was doing in the past. So trying to find the fine line between those two. Those are two extremes.
2: They are. I just want to first preface by saying I don't necessarily agree that gender roles exist for a reason, but we'll just leave that point in the air for a second, okay? okay. Um, I just need a little bit of backstory here. Like, are you divorced with children now? Yes. Okay. And are your children, like, very young and live with you, or are they
1: older? No, they're young, six and eight. Okay. Okay. And so you,
2: just to kind of reframe this question, you're asking... Um, how to look for men who are able to, well, you know, let's reframe it a different way. I think I was about to say like provide, but
1: let's say instead, what do you think was missing in your last relationship? Was it stability? Um, Well, no, the, the, the first, the first things that come to mind are, you know, respect, mutual support, emotional intelligence in terms of being able to communicate, communicate, you know, emotions and you know, things like that. Yeah. Those are the those things.
2: And those three things don't depend on a person's salary
1: or financial know-how. Exactly. Yeah. Those things come to mind before thinking of stability, but then there was also stability missing, which I wasn't I wasn't focused on during the marriage because I'm the type of person who's like, I make a lot of money. So I've got it covered. It's not a big deal.
2: How much money do you make?
1: Um, six figures. Like low six
2: figures? Or are we going closer to seven? No, like low. Okay. So you're able to, are you able to provide for your daughters right now? I am. So I guess, you know, the fact that you just said like what was missing with like the first things, that is such, that is so hard to find like that on itself, right? That my, I'll, I'll answer your question by the way. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where to find people that might make more money than you, but, uh, but kinda, I wanna just kind of stick to the point where it's like, okay, if you have a situation of finding a future stepdad to your children, I would focus on the emotional awareness and presence of the next person you date or the next person you enter a long-term relationship with over how much money are they making? Because that's gonna have the long-term effect of you being happy, but also your children being around a happy mother. I can't guarantee, like if you are with someone who is secure and emotionally aware and is a strong communicator, um, I can bet, not with 100% certainty, but I can bet that you would be happy. But just because someone makes a lot of money does not mean that they are any of those things. It's just something that can make find things that we want not necessarily that we need a lot easier if you are looking now for someone who is making more than you there's different ways to do that and the one thing that I would advise you to do is think about this person that is making more money than you what does he do for a living right and think about like make a list make a list of what this person could be possibly doing for a living all right? give give me 10 examples right like you have that list, you write down ten, thing, 10 occupations. And then in those occupations, start asking yourself, okay, he could have any of these careers. What does he like to do for fun on the weekends? Now that's a new list. I want you to write 10 things that he's probably doing on the weekends. Okay. And start reverse engineering how you're going to go out to meet these people based on you know what this person looks like, what does he do for a living, and how his friends would describe him. And that is one way to start kind of hacking you know, where to meet people that might share the same lifestyle or financial aptitude as you. So Go for ahead. instance, you know, maybe he's not necessarily, uh, you know, I don't want to say any career cause I'm sure there's going to be like, well, no, I know someone who makes that much money, but uh, you know, let's say you tell me that, okay maybe he works at a hedge fund or maybe he's, he's, uh, he's a trader Um, or maybe he's a doctor, maybe he's a lawyer. Okay, what do these people do on the weekends? How are they spending time? Are they playing golf? Are they doing squash? Are they um, going to a local cricket game? Are they um, going to different pitch events or tech events? Um, Do they belong to a certain social club? Are there certain restaurants and bars that attract those kinds of people? Like start kind of going around the description of what they're like, you know, what this person is. And Mm -hmm. now you have to start finding yourself in those networks. I know what I'm saying is very abstract right now, but the best advice I can give you as someone who is about to start dating with young kids is to more focus on your emotional compatibility Mm -hmm. versus your financial compatibility. Because at the end of the day, like your financial compatibility is about your lifestyle. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So when I say lifestyle, I mean, you know, how do you value the way you spend your time, and how do you value the way you spend your money? And you're looking for someone who's compatible to those things.
1: Yeah, I think I I, I think I'm like I'm I'm um I definitely focus in on the emotional and everything first, and then because of the way I am, I end up um, dating people or you know just being with people who, and not really looking at the other aspect at all. And so now I'm trying to look at both. Mm -hmm. If you go on the podcast, um, Ask
2: My Trigger podcast and look up episode 37, where we talk about financial compatibility, I do talk a lot about like, you know, what are your financial goals? And Mm -hmm. so I always feel like for many people that can be really helpful, right? If you write down what are your five financial goals over the next 20 years? So for instance, is one of your financial goals to educate your children, like pay for their education? Mm -hmm. when they go to get their college degree, is that a Mm -hmm. goal for you? Yes. So that is a goal. And I think if you know what your five financial goals are, you can start talking about them. Let's say first date, second date, like it, it comes up organically, right? Especially if you start dating single dads, you can kind of like share notes like, oh, have you started doing college savings? And you can see with these conversations, where do they align with you financially? And also like where their obligations rest.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: how do they deal with money how generous are they a lot of it though has to do with you and learning what you want to be able to so that you can communicate what that is instead of you know going at it from the hip which i think i'm not saying that you do that but i know a lot of people do when they start dating
1: yeah with me it's like when exactly what you said the word extreme that's been my issue is that like i'm extreme to you know one one side where i'm like oh you know it's okay that he didn't pay for dinner or for Anything, or for, you know, just so I'm trying to like move into more of a middle ground um, this time around. But also, I mean, emotional emotional compa- compatibility has always been foremost on on my focus. Um, thank you. This is really helpful. I have a whole page of notes. Awesome, and thank thanks you. for calling in. Thank you.
3: Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can I help you? Hi. So I've been dating someone for about two months now. And we are exclusive, not yet in a relationship, but one thing that hasn't quite come up that I don't know how to bring up is past relationship history. And I'm wondering what's kind of a natural way to ask that question and learn more about his past relationship history. How long have you been dating? Uh, about six weeks, seven weeks. Just ask him. <laughs> have you had sex? We have. Yeah. Okay. So just ask him. Let's practice. So what do you want to ask? What do you want to know? I just, I just kind of want to know what his what his past relationship history has been like. Like, what's his Have deal? You told him yours? I've brought up little bits and pieces, yeah. Like and in, in, like dropped little pieces pieces into conversation. Why do you want to know? I'm just curious. Um, I think that sometimes people's past dating history shapes how they approach relationships and what their approaches to how they handle different situations or why they are the way they are. I know for me, it shapes you know my own anxieties and dating. And so I think it just kind of adds color, but I also, I I can't tell. I mean, I'm curious, but also it's not enough for me to be like, I mean, it's obviously not enough that I haven't asked it yet.
2: Are you exclusive? Are you, is he your boyfriend? We are
3: exclusive. Yeah. We've, we've both, we've had that conversation.
2: Is he your boyfriend?
3: We haven't had that conversation yet.
2: (laughs) You should have that conversation. You've been dating like six weeks. Yeah. That's another one. That's conversation. Let's practice. (laughs) Do you feel like you're falling in love with him? I think so. Okay. So I would be vulnerable. Yeah. I think it's okay to be vulnerable and to also be curious. And so you can actually frame it that way. I always love playing a little dumb here on this. So I would say, mm-hmm. you know, I am really enjoying getting to know you and I'd like to be vulnerable with you for a little bit. How does that make you feel? And mm-hmm. he'll be like, okay, sure. And he'll be like, you know, I'm growing feelings for you. And, you know, I would, I would like, to see where this relationship goes I'd also like to talk about our past mm. how do you feel about that like you know kind of ask questions as you go to get him you know because some people don't want to talk about it yet they go they might say yeah. you know what I- I'm not ready yet but I'll let you but since you're curious I'll let you know when I am so mm. by asking like how do you feel about that let let them tell you how they feel about that And if he says okay yeah what do you want to know say tell me about your last girlfriend mm. tell me about your relationship history I don't want to you know to be honest I don't want you to say tell my relationship history because that's really big and yeah Yeah, exactly but you can start talking about like talk about your last relationship and sometimes that last relationship was not the big one it was like the one before that so you'll see like sometimes people kind of skip around when they tell their dating history but at the same time you should also share you should say you know thank you for sharing I'd like to tell you about my last relationship and how that ended like just have how do you feel about that you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of have this like kind of back and forth question, like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Because you want to make sure they're comfortable too. You don't know what their last relationship was like. It could have been quite traumatic and sometimes you need a moment to like figure that out as well. And they might be figuring that while they're dating you.
3: Yeah, totally. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in.
2: Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can I help you?
4: Hi, Matchmaker Maria. My name is Kylie. Um, I have a question about uh, a person I'm going on dates with. So we've been on four dates, uh, a dinner date and three drinking dates. I enjoy my time with him and I like him, but I don't know. I don't like, like him. I can't tell Mm. if I'm attracted to him. He's an attractive person. I just don't know if I'm super attracted to him at this point. Um, My mom tells me I should keep seeing him because she's like, uh, um, you know at worst case you end up getting a friend out of this uh and I'm like just a little confused I don't know what I should do because it's still taking time away from other things I want to do on the weeknights how many
2: dates have you been on with this person
4: so I've been on four dates oh wow
2: okay you've already put in the work here and you still don't know if you like like him yeah I mean are you enjoying
4: yourself on these dates? yeah I like it I mean I like my time when I'm but I also would probably like the time that I spend with any random stranger on a date because I, I just like talking to people. Okay, that's not well. Okay,
2: now what does that? All right, based on that answer, you have to keep dating him. <laughs> okay,
4: okay, that's good
2: because uh, that's like, what's the comparison here? Like, it's that means that technically, no guy is ever going to be better than just being random strangers because you like talking to anyone.
4: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I've never, I don't, that's a good point actually. I like that you're looking it out. I love that. Okay, good. Uh, well, I will text him and set up a date for later this week. Let me know what happens, but here's what I would do if I were you just to kind of see if, there,
2: if you can ignite the spark here. Make sure your next activity is full of dopamine. So that means, you know, go to a comedy club, go hiking, you know, run across a highway, um, do things that will just, that's a joke. but do things that will like, you know, pump up your, your blood pressure a little bit. I, I, I'm a big fan of comedy clubs at this point. Um, you know, that would be really helpful. You know, after that you can go and eat something spicy or go for some ice cream and take a long walk or something like that, but definitely go for something that's going to make you laugh. It's going to get you excited. Um, you know, these things help with ignition So then from there you can see, like, do I like this person? Because it's not enough to just like, like them. It's can you you keep liking them? Could you see yourself liking them for a few more dates or a few more weeks or a few more months? Um, You need to start envisioning them. And then also, are you texting at all between your dates? Are you communicating at all between your dates? Because otherwise you're just, if you're not communicating between your dates, I'm scared that,
4: are you communicating between your dates? sometimes. Um, I don't love texting during the day, but he asked if we could communicate more and uh, more. And I said, that's something I'm willing to do. So I, I, it gets boring. I ask him like, how was your day? Um, in the evening, and then we tell each other about our days and that's typically the extent okay. of that.
2: So what you could do instead of that being boring, I can understand that. Um, and, and by the way, for a lot of couples, you know, after a few weeks, that's, you don't, you stop texting. You just, call or you just FaceTime, but you could start sending funny memes or, yeah, Hey, yes, I, thought, I thought this was really funny or listen to this podcast, like start sharing your life.
4: Yeah. I did send him uh, what, he, what his thoughts were about the Texas abortion bill um, and he passed. So that's good. Um, <laughs> but I'm not no, sure I'm if that kidding. was too, too much, but no. No, <laughs> no, right. that was, I, I listened to me. I'd like to know
2: how people feel about that within the first uh, 24 yeah. hours of meeting them. So I appreciate that you did that well uh you know go on that one more date um you know where do you live
4: um alabama but i'm not from here okay
2: um i I don't i don't associate that comedy (laughs) club find that comedy club or do something go to go to new orleans for the weekend like do something that's gonna pump you guys up actually that's not a bad idea
4: yeah it it would be kind of fun to do a weekend trip somewhere do that
2: do a weekend trip you're five days in
4: yeah, you yeah. yeah, you're right. I guess I'd really figure Did out what I back, like this
2: I want you to call back in and let me know and if you don't,
4: well that's okay too. Okay, thank you so much Maria.
0: Thank you for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. As I mentioned previously, if you'd like to speak to me on an upcoming hotline episode, follow me on Instagram at matchmakermaria. I'll post a link on Wednesdays and we'll chat then. Until then, you can learn more about what I do or enroll in an upcoming Agape intensive by visiting agapematch.com slash services. Thank you again for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. Be lovable and more importantly, be likable. See you next week.